You're listening to the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast, a podcast that inspires you to piece together the physical and the spiritual. My name is Leticia, and I am a certified holistic health coach. I'm known for helping women tap into their physical, mental, and spiritual greatness. I help you get unstuck, achieve sustainable wellness goals, and have peaceful balance in your life. On the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast, I discuss topics on holistic wellness, veganism, spirituality, and more. Get your peace. Peace, beautiful people. It's Leticia with Piece of Food, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast. Happy 11-11, while I'm recording this on 11-11, and... Let's get started. Today I am talking all about healing generational trauma and what that means for you and why as a collective is it coming up so much for um, for a lot of people. So let's get started. I recently wrote a blog post talking about generational trauma and five things you can do to heal and help you to grow. So essentially, I'm going to talk more in depth about one um, tip in particular. Um, But before that, I'm going to give you a little rundown of how I came to talk about this topic, why I'm interested in it, why is it such a buzzword now, and then we can just go from there. So generational trauma has been a buzzword that has been going around. I mean, it's been around, but uh, lately it has been um, kind of trending. And for me, generational trauma, when I think of it, it is something within your bloodline that affects you right now. Uh, it is connected directly to soul contracts that you made with other souls before you incarnated and essentially it affects everything in your life um, from a conscious level but i think mostly from a subconscious level so subconsciously we're not aware of it you know maybe there's patterns that we we take on maybe there's behaviors maybe there's diseases that we take on but they're they are there And I think they have been definitely triggered within the last two years as a collective and on an individual level. And I know with myself, they have been brought, things have been brought up that I didn't know existed or I thought were healed. So when you think about all of the shifts that have been going on lately over the last couple of years, and for me, I'll say shifts have been happening. I mean, they happen all the time for different people for different reasons but for me in particular i feel like a huge shift in my life one was when i moved from massachusetts to north carolina that shifted a lot moving is very uncomfortable it can be very stressful and it brought up a lot of things in me that i didn't know were there and then also in 2019 my mother suffered a stroke and i think that was another shift in um, my mom's life 
obviously, in my family's life and on an individual level within myself as well. So I think there's constant shifts within our lives that bring things up. I'm going to talk about um, this in an upcoming webinar that I'm doing about inner child healing, about spiritual earthquakes. And I don't know if that's a term that's real or not, but it came to me when I thought about the shifting and I thought about when something big happens in your life, how it does shift things. And when things shift, there's things that are under it that are revealed. There's things that you may have buried that are revealed. And on a collective level, there have been a lot of things that are have been buried that are now coming up literally and figuratively. I can think of, okay, literally thinking of the indigenous children's graves that were found on uh, different schools properties. So thinking about that, like why were those uncovered this year and last year? Why has um, COVID brought up so many things within people, whether it's um, fighting against the government or going with the flow of the government? Why has all of that come up right now? And I'm not going to go into depth about that. Maybe that's another, the, another topic I'll go into, uh, but not right now. Before I get into the actual, um, like the, the main topics that I'm going to cover, I like to, I guess, preface it with saying that Yes, there's generational trauma, but then there's also generational, um, like, well, excuse me, not wealth, but there are good things that come from your bloodline as well. So remember to not just focus on the so-called negative, but we'll get to that as well, because I always feel like there, I feel like there's a lesson in in the trauma, in the um, the unhealthy patterns and things like that because they help you realize other things. And like I said before, generational trauma is directly linked to soul contracts. And for me personally, I mean, if you don't believe this, then maybe um, this isn't the podcast for you. However, you made it here and you're listening. So maybe you can continue to listen and take take what you want from it. But I believe we all choose to live the life, the life, the life or the lives that we um, are in on this 3D earth. And I believe that you enter into these contracts with these uh, other souls to learn different things. And then once you learn these lessons, they stop repeating and then you can actually tap into like your soul purpose to create more abundance, which is not just money, but to also create money as well. And to um, just live a ha happier, more fulfilling life. So how did I get into generational trauma healing where did that come from 
I started working on myself. I've been on a spiritual journey for, I feel like <laughs> I've been on a spiritual journey since I've been born. <laughs> However, after leaving religion and discovering so many different spiritual practices and other religions that I take pieces from, uh, I started to open my eyes to things that uh, I needed healing, one, from my childhood. Um, and for me, I didn't have the greatest childhood um, at all. I went through some very traumatic things and I never really talked about them. I always was embarrassed. I had shame. Um, around it there were just all these different feelings surrounding it so i buried it i would write about certain things that i would remember however it was just something that i kind of just buried essentially you know talking again about that spiritual earthquake but something inside of me shifted and really started to dive really deep into figuring out not what was wrong with me, but kind of really trying to figure out why I had the patterns I had, why my relationships were the way they were. And not just my relationships that my intimate relationships, but relationships with coworkers, relationships with bosses, relationships with people that I just pass on the street or, you know, people that I interact with like in a grocery store or something like that. Those are all interrelated with your patterns and how you um, and what you went through and what you saw when you were younger. So a huge breakthrough for me was really starting to look at the generations before me and my family and in my bloodline which included listening to like my mom and my aunt talk about generations before us and what their lives were like and traumatic things that happened to them and things that weren't healed or things that were swept under the rug and things that were kept secretive and private because we all know that families do that and from a perspective of the black family we do that so well we sweep things under the rug we don't like to talk about the hard stuff we use humor to mask some of our pain and i don't know if that is a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> i mean they're all good because you know you can learn from them like i said but on a deeper level I feel like revealing it, talking about it, not constantly, but really getting to the root of the problem and seeing how can I stop this? You know, how can I stop these things from continuing in my life, in my other family members' lives? However, you only can do what you can do for yourself, you know, so you don't have to, I talk about this in my blog post. You are not responsible for everyone's healing in your family. So take that in. Like really 
understand what that means. You're not responsible for anyone else's healing except your own. And hopefully that will have a ripple effect on other people around you. It actually will. It's That's just a fact. So with an exercise that I did, um, one particular exercise that really helped me have like a breakthrough was listing certain characteristics in my bloodline that I noticed and particularly and I'm calling this like the trinity effect particularly that your grandmother your maternal grandmother your mother and then you and kind of picking out okay what did I get from my mom what did I get from my grandmother what did my mother get from my grandmother um, as far as different traits or different patterns that you may have noticed that has that have passed down uh, from generation to generation to generation, and that's that intergenerational, let's just say the intergenerational trauma. So, thinking about the effects of um, your maternal grandmother's healing or lack thereof and then your mother's healing or lack thereof, and then your healing and lack thereof. So I highly advise you to write these things down and to really take notice of what was passed down. Because for me, when I get stuff on paper, my last podcast was about journaling. So if you haven't listened to that, look into that podcast about how journaling can help your mental health. But when you actually write things down and actually see it to connect the dots, it's like amazing. It really is a breakthrough. And for me, it was a breakthrough. Um, there were a couple of things that really stood out to me that I just never even realized that have helped me. And this has just been in the last few weeks. You know, I've gone through different phases of healing. You know, it's not just linear. I've gone through phases of forgiving people and then not forgiving people and then okay I forgive them and then it, something else comes up about them and then I'm like okay I don't like them again <laughs> so I'm sure we've all been there where we have gone through something we we thought we healed from it we thought we forgave the person we thought we let go of that situation however it comes up again something triggers you and then you're like what the hell so for me the triggering was a very uh it wasn't it was kind of like a simple thing that happened in my life that triggered me to realize like oh my god where did this come from and for me it was like jealousy it was like the way i realized i am in a relationship and not liking it, like not wanting to continue down that road or that behavior. So wanting to let go of that pattern and really asking myself, where did that pattern come from? Where did I learn it from? How did I um, think that that was okay? How did I mark this dysfunction as normal? Because I feel like a lot of things on this earthly plane are marked as normal but they are super, super, super dysfunctional. And especially within the family unit, you know, because families are very, um, one, individualized. However, I think 
you know, we're all human. So we all have these different patterns that we pass on, different things that we normalize within our own family unit. So then as a child, you're like, oh, okay, this must be how all families are. So this is just the norm. So whatever, I'm just going to go about my life and continue doing said thing. Like, for example, I'll use a personal example, conflict resolution. So think about how you learned conflict resolution within your family unit um, and how that has manifested into your other relationships. So some dysfunctional things within conflict resolution, like the silent treatment, like not talking to someone for months and months and months without actually getting to the core of the problem and like actually sitting down and talking to the person. Um, physical fighting, uh, yelling, name calling, like were those normalized in your family unit? So really starting to think uh, in terms of what have I brought along with me that was um, a, an unhealthy pattern um, passed down from generation to generation to generation? So again, think about that Trinity effect. Think about your grandmother, your maternal grandmother. Think about your, mo your mother and then think about you. And yes, you can do this on your paternal side as well. However, this divine feminine energy um, consciousness that we are entering or have entered, I think it's major with healing a lot of our relationships with either having a better relationship with yourself, one, having a better relationship with your mother or motherly figures and thinking about what that means, even if your mother has passed on, even if your grandmother has passed on. My grandmother has passed on. She passed away in 2004, and it seems like just yesterday, but her birthday was this past week. I made an altar. Well, I have an altar and I put her picture on there. I made an offering. I lit candle. The candle was actually still going for her. So those are ways we can connect to, um, to someone who has passed on. If you are still dealing with healing your relationship with someone who has passed on, you can do it even if they have gone on to the other side, you know, and it doesn't have to look like what I just described as setting up an altar because that's something I like to do. You can um, write a letter. You can talk, um, excuse me, you can think about it before you go to sleep. So maybe there's some work done in the dream world, you know, so really tapping into healing those um like the the mother wounds i think that's like a term that is in the the uh, mental health community with healing you and your mother's relationship but i think on a con a collective level we are healing the relationship with mother earth um so those are all interconnected you know why do you think there are so many crazy natural disasters right now? Why do you think there's so much talk about the divine feminine and tapping into that power? 
because that is where we're at right now. And I think we need to heal it on all levels. I don't think it, I know it. So that Trinity effect, really tapping into that. And like I said, yes, you can do this on your father's side, the paternal side as well. But right now we're talking about the maternal side. So with this meditation that I want to give you, this is going to help with strengthening those maternal bonds, whether, and this is for also if you are, excuse me, if you are a mother and you want to teach your children how to break generational curses, how to not let tradition Um, take a hold on you because you have the power to shift those things within your bloodline. You have the power to change things within your bloodline. So don't think that you're powerless. A lot of times we revert back to that, that inner child and like you're scared or you're afraid to speak up for yourself. I know I struggled with that with myself and um, even having conversations with my mother Um, reverting back to like a little girl and not wanting to stand up for myself or afraid to say a certain thing um, to her. So really just tapping into that power where you know you have control over your bloodline going forward. Like don't really think too much. Like I want you to look at these past traumatic things that have happened to you. However, Don't get so attached to it where you're back into, you fall back into those deep uh, emotions of sadness or grief or anger. You can feel those, but don't stay there and drown in them. Those are going to be used, those, those old feelings are going to be used to propel you forward and to heal yourself and to heal your bloodline, literally and figuratively, like literally your blood, like what is that? How is your blood health? How is your heart health? I've talked about this before in connection to your spiritual well-being. For me personally, I have always had low blood pressure. And if you are someone who believes that your mental state really affects your physical state, It absolutely does. And if you believe this, there are definitely things that you can do to heal yourself, like healing your womb. Like for me, that is a huge thing. I don't struggle with other illnesses besides with my womb. And when I talk about the low blood pressure, I did some research and low blood pressure is directly related to childhood trauma to not feeling like I had a voice. So I have been working so much on letting go of fear of spreading my voice, to really um, speaking my truth, to not being afraid of what other people think about my opinions and my truth. So really letting that go. So I'm going on a, a tangent a little bit, not really because it's all inner connected, but I wanted to give you this meditation for you to do um, later. And I want you to sit in meditation and really hold space for your spirit, for your mother's spirit, and for your maternal grandmother's spirit. 
So I want you to meditate on all three of you and really take in <clears throat> take in how you feel about what contracts the three of you entered into to then incarnate as mother, as daughter, as grandma um, on this earth. You all three of you were put together for a reason to learn certain lessons, right? And if you truly believe that, really tap into the three of your higher selves connecting, the three of your higher selves really connecting to uh, your reason for being here. And if you are someone who is drawn to this uh, podcast episode, then I feel like you are someone who has been called to help heal your bloodline. And that doesn't mean that you have to tell the world. That doesn't mean that you have to um, tell every family member. This can be something that you're doing on your own. Like I said, this is um, something that you agreed to come to earth for. And that is one reason why you are here. You know, that could be one of your soul's purpose. So in this meditation, when you are sitting, I want you to sit in a comfortable position, quiet your mind, and really think about the highest, the highest possible soul level for all three of you. And sit in a meeting in this meditation talk to each other, talk about what you came to learn. And then after you do that, after you come out of this meditation, I want you to write it down. I want you to, to write down what your spiritual bond is or was with these two other spirits that are a part of your family, your soul family, essentially. So really think about that, you know, Picture three light beings, so you, your grandmother, and your mom sitting with, with each other, you know, and that could look like a lot of different things. Everyone's going to have a different, different experience, but sit there and really talk about why you are here. Why are you still here in 2021? What does that mean? And especially in the climate that we are in right now, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for your bloodline? So I hope this helps someone today. I really do because it is something that I tapped into that has really helped me. And it's not something that I feel like I'm completely done with. Um, I'm still learning so much. Like I'm learning um, so many things about my grandmother, even though she's not here it may sound crazy to some people, but really thinking about um, why, why, just why, why did you incarnate on this earth with your soul family, with your earth family? So tap into that and I would love to hear your thoughts on this. You can email me at pieceoffood at gmail.com. And again, happy healing. Thank you for listening and peace. Thank you for listening to the Piece of Food Wellness Podcast. 
subscribe, leave a review, share, or donate. If you are interested in joining my online family, visit peaceoffood.com. Until next time, peace.